of those things, Christ being the, obviously the foundation to transformation, all right? Uh, the church is plan A. There is no plan B. Community is where we're planted as a church, 2023 West Pipkin Road, and why are we planted here? Um, and so, you know, the burden in my heart is that we're not planted here to do downtown ministry. Like downtown churches are planted in downtown to do downtown ministry, all right? And we're planted here because we're in a community where we're supposed to do ministry, all right? And that's what we're going to do. And then as we move forward together with a vision, um, you know, uh, of as we're concentrating on what, what is God doing here, you know, and, and we want to be a part of that. And, and so uh, we wrapped up that series. And, and today I just want to encourage you with something to start with. Our new series is called LV Go. Um, it, there's going to be a, uh, some positive things in this series, all right? Uh, three of those positive things are for the next three weeks, there's going to be guest speakers. So you don't have to hear me. That's uh, number one positive thing. But you're going to get to hear from great people. Oh, there. Oh, bagels were in there. I forgot. Okay, our band was having bagels. All right. I was like, what's happening? Like, do I not know something? Okay, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> we need a, a back hallway, bro. Um, that's just awkward. Okay. So, anyways... Um, so this LV Go, we're going to get to hear from Rebecca Klein from A Woman's Choice. Uh, what this is, uh, it's basically a, a crisis pregnancy center, all right? It gives women, uh, you talk about choice, it gives women the choice to look at the life of the child, to hear about the gospel message of Jesus Christ, um, and then to give them the best guidance they can to save a life. And so we, we support them um, here, and they're, in, they're part of Lakeland. We're going to get to hear from Terry Green who's part of uh, FCA. Fantastic dude. Um, you know, I, I text Terry the other night. He, he couldn't come, and I told him, I said, dude, thanks for coming out. I was just busting his chops. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot. I said, it's not a big deal, dude. We're just not supporting FCA anymore. And so <laughs> I think, but he's still going to come out and speak. And so, no, but he's going to come out. He is an awesome guy. And uh, just some things that are going on in his life right now are amazing. Um, we're going to get to hear via video. Uh, from Travis and Julie, uh, from John and Ariana Glennon. Uh, we're going to get to hear from Steve Nicholson, who is uh, in, the, in the Turkish partnership. And we get to hear from our own Ray Maldonado about the Cuban partnership and about how, those, uh, how that's going to be uh, morphing over the next year. So really cool stuff coming up. Um, but I want to I start us off with a word of encouragement that says this. Um, you're never, you are never going to be the best at everything. Amen. All right. Now, so I've always thought, like, just, I don't know, like, I I can do a lot of things, right? Like, I just can, and I'm not, this is not braggadocious or anything. I just can do a lot of things, Um, but what what I'm discovering is that I can do a lot of things, but what can I do well, right? And so, like, I can lead worship. But I don't want to lead worship anymore, all right? And I I mean, if I'm in my office or maybe at a small group or something like that, because I want to give opportunity for uh, April, uh, for Ashland, so they lead worship, right? Because they're our next next generation worship leaders, right? Because everybody everybody understands that. They're the uh, the up and coming. There's people that are sitting in the seats right now that are going to be uh, leading worship who we just, we haven't even seen on stage yet. 
right? And the cool part is that's, that's Josh's mentality too, right? His whole deal is let's train people. Let's train people. Now, he, he's going to lead worship because he's the worship leader. His mentality is I don't want to lead worship, all right, just to clarify that. Um, but he wants to see people trained up and so that they can lead well, right? And so when we realize this, that we're not going to be the best at everything, we do what we are good at then. And when we do what we are good at, it just makes a total difference. When we can hand stuff off, let me tell you something about this. There, there's something that I'm learning more and more is this, that when you hand something off to someone who loves what you hate doing, it grows. Does everybody hear me on that? And, and be, feel free to start letting go of the things that you're not good at, but hand it to somebody who is good at them. I'm convinced of this. I've seen it happen, and I want you guys to be encouraged by this. The only reason that dinner clubs are at the place where they're at, where they're literally overflowing, where we had to shut three of them down, and now we have to shut the fourth one down from being signed up, is this, because I'm not controlling it anymore. Right? We have Barb Kutrell, who's in charge of it. And all of a sudden, this magic thing happened. They started to grow. All right? And so that was crazy. And then all of a sudden, um, uh, we, put, we said, Lee, you love small groups. You and Chuck are just, just gluttons for small groups, all right? And you, you just love them. And so, Lee, why don't you be in charge of small groups, all right? I think they're great. Uh, I think they are part, I mean, dinner club is part of it. I'm just not the best, right? All right. And so we get the best in and all of a sudden, okay. And I know we're not supposed to mention dinner club and small group in the same breath, but I'm going to small groups. Now we have seven small groups that are coming up, um, in this spring. All right. Uh, seven leaders who have stepped up really 14 leaders who have stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to lead small groups. And I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen in small groups. And here's what the deal is, is this. Small groups are intentionally about doing one thing well, and that's discipleship. Right? It's just intentional. And, and so for you guys to be a part of that, we're realizing that, you know what, Lakeland Vineyard is not going to be good at everything, but what is Lakeland Vineyard good at? And we are going to run after that. We're going to become more laser-focused in our approach on every um, angle. You'll see more people that are doing more things that I am not doing. And it's not so I can be lazy. It's so that I can concentrate on the things that I'm good at, right? And so I just encourage you. I encourage you with this. I'm going to throw this out here. Dude, we need sound people like it's our job. How many people, sound, sound is not sexy. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's just not. You're always in the back. No one's looking at you. Everybody knows when you do something wrong, you know, or I'm up here and I'm like, and you're like, the mic's not on. Okay. And so, but how important is it? Right, so if you have this like, you know, like, I like sound. I like listening to music. That's a good place to start, right? And we will just throw you back there with no training. And no, I'm kidding. We will train you well, if that's you, you know. And please, not a, 
uh, not only adults, please, okay? Like teenagers. Like, you're like the prime ones that would be awesome at it, all right? And so, but if you like sound, please, we need you, okay? And that's what you're good at, then it's awesome. All right, let's pray. God, I just pray that we would place our lives in your hands so that you can do with us what you want. So as you go before us, we would follow you and help us to open our hearts to you that we may recognize how well we are loved by you so that we can love other people well. Amen. And so um, I always say this. I feel like I say it too much, but it's just reality. I'm just, I'm excited, okay? I'm excited about what's going on. And let me tell you something. If I wasn't excited, um, I wouldn't say it, all right? Is anybody else hot in here? Is it hot a little bit? Okay. Todd, will you, I, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. You know, it's a look, Chuck. I have to do it. I just, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, pump that. Thanks, bro. Uh, good. And, and so twofold is my excitement. All right. I believe God is doing some special things here at Lakeland Vineyard. All right. Um, I hear people talking about Lakeland Vineyard like, like it's their church. That's exciting, all right? Because when we talk about, you know, the church that's an arm distance away, that's not your church, all right? But the one when we start talking about our church and, like, our small groups and our dinner clubs, that's language that's exciting to hear. Um, and then I'm excited, too, because... Well, at this church, we intentionally make space to focus on missions, right? Like we know February, if you're a long timer, you know February is here and you know um, that we're going to talk about missions, right? Historically, we've called this missions emphasis month. And I love that because we make space, right, to have conversations about the mission of the church, and those people um, who we support. Uh, and here at Lakeland Vineyard, we do it, um, and it's created this rhythm over time in our local body. If you're new here, uh, I'm excited that you get to be a part of it. I really am. I mean, let me tell you something. If, if there was one word uh, that described this church and missions, it is generous. I mean, generous. And so we're going we're gonna to look later on at these cards. They're on the back, and they, they rip, and, and one side becomes a bookmarker, and one side is your, is your faith promise. And, and, um, and let me tell you something. Uh, when, you, when you give, it adds up. It's wild, right? So, so you give to missions uh, to support missions, and, and it adds up. So you know, if, if one person gives a little, the next person is a little more, the next person gives, you know, what they can, all of a sudden you have this, this amount of money that is, is awesome to look at. And you guys rock it because you're always above on missions giving. It's, it's awesome to see. And so um, that's what we're going to concentrate this month. Uh, like I said, we're going to hear from several people, but, but I want to I go and our, our concentration um, is going to be on this verse up here. Uh, Matthew 28, these verses, um, 18 through 20. So I'm going to read that, uh, and you guys follow along. 
this, this is commonly known as uh, the Great Commission. All right? And, and so this is Jesus speaking. Uh, he's gathered the 11 disciples. Um, I, I'm guessing also that there's more people present. All right? That's just how Jesus worked, right? Like he was there. There, he tries to be alone, and all of a sudden, there's like 500 people. And you're like, oh, okay, well. So he gathers the 11. Maybe there's some more there. Um, but he says this in verse 18. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, as we read those verses, 18, 19, and 20, I love the simplicity of Jesus' great commission. His approach is simple. And that's repeated over and over again. See, I love that song, Simple Gospel, because that literally is what it is about. It is about the simple, redeeming gospel message of Jesus Christ. I'm going to lay down everything else, and I just want to follow you. And so we look at this, and he, he effectively, efficiently, and precisely lays out a straightforward vision as to what the mission of the church is was to be, and is to be. So we're going to dig in uh, to these verses one by one. All right, you guys are like, yes, there's only three of them. Yes, there is. Okay, but we're going to look at them. We're going to look at this first one, 18. I have given you all authority in heaven and earth. Let's look at that phrase, all authority. If you're taking notes, take some notes. This would be a good one to do. It should be coming up on the screen. Kyrie, you got these slides. Here we go. And so I've given you all authority in heaven and earth. We see the resurrected Jesus saying this. See, now we have to understand this. When he says, I've been given all authority, when he is saying this, he is no longer limited to his humanness anymore. He has been given all authority on heaven and on earth. He exercises supreme, absolute supremacy. There is no question. In this verse, he is going to give this. He's going to go on and he's going to give direction. This is a universal mission for the church. This is not just for the 11 that he gathered. This is a universal mission for the church. Uh, it's no longer limited to Israel. Rather, it's going to extend to all humanity. We move on to the next verse, which says this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, concentrate on four words. Go and make disciples. We want to look at that. Go and make disciples. We need to understand that Jesus, what he's saying here. Now, here's what I want us to understand. He is calling us to the nations. Correct. We sometimes feel like people who leave and go to other places are more of missionaries than we are who stay. Can I tell you, they are, that is false. Okay? Uh, I can tell you 
Julie and Travis who are leaving for Kenya don't want a badge that says they're better Christians. Okay? Here's what they want. They want to follow the call that God's put on their life. That's what they're doing. It's simple, right? And so look, they're being called to to Kenya. We've seen people who are called all over the world. Uh, But let me tell you something. You, if you're called to stay here, you're not less of a Christian. You're just called to stay here. Okay? And you're, you're not less of a missionary. You're just called to stay here and do it. But let me tell you, there is no option in this message and in this simple uh, vision of what the mission for the church is, there is no option that you cannot go. It's not optional. It's you're going to go whether you're called to traverse to a foreign land or whether you're called to be local. You are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You are called. If you're a follower of Christ, you are called. Now, it says this, baptizing. This is important here. When we look at this, baptism, baptism ceremonies were a thing. All right? Uh, there were cleansing ceremonies. Water was used to clean, right? I mean, this was part of Jewish tradition. Now, the, the key that we have to focus in on here is he says this. He says, baptizing them in the name of Jesus. Now, this is different. No one was ever baptized in the name. Okay, here in that, in the name there, you know what that means? Power and authority. Okay, so when we go, we have to understand, because it all starts with this, right? Jesus has been given all authority. He is the shepherd. Everybody gets that. Jesus is the shepherd. He's been given all authority. We go, we go in his authority, And we baptize in his name, in his power, in his authority. Right? We get to do the stuff. Because he's called us to do it. Not because we have some badge. All right? That we get to wear. We have authority in Jesus' name. We get to baptize. What does this mean? What does it mean? Like we have the tub up here. Right? And it's it's literally a cow trough. And so... We dip people down in it. They come up. What does that mean? Okay, so when we say we baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we baptize you in the authority of Jesus, that you are laying down your life symbolically. You are dying to yourself. You are coming up to live a resurrected life and that Jesus is your master. That's what baptism is. It is, it's significant in that it's one of those things that you can't explain. Well, why is it significant? I don't know. I mean, I can jump in a pool and be, or be dipped in water, right? But when I'm being dunked in the name of Jesus, there's something that happens there. All right? And it's a symbol, and it says this. I am part of something bigger than myself. I no longer rely on myself, but I rely on Jesus. I'm entering into a family of God. I'm I'm part of the new covenant that Jesus has has brought. Okay? And so we go and baptize. Verse number, verse number, wow. Verse 20 says this. 
Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Teaching. Okay? Now, now what he says is this. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Right? How did Jesus teach? Jesus taught a lot of times through story, but he also taught by what he did. Right? And so this thing called proclamation, he made proclamation, and then what did he follow it with? It rhymes. Demonstration. All right? So here's what the deal is. I'm laying down all my religion. Okay? If the only thing we're doing is proclaiming, but we are not demonstrating, then we are not living a kingdom life. And so here is the deal. He says this. He did, I believe this. Jesus did a lot of his teaching when he was quiet and he was just doing. Right? He didn't say a lot of times, hey, I'm going up the hill by myself to be with God. He just went. Do you think that, do you ever think the disciples were like, why do you do that? Okay, like, what? What are you doing? Do you think they might, have, they might have asked that question? I think they might have. And he said, I'm just spending time with God. That's what I'm doing. Right? And so he, he proclaims and then he demonstrates. And this is the way that our lives are supposed to be. See, the rhetoric of the gospel, as good as it is, needs to be seen in our lives. Right? We are followers of Christ. If I am not following Christ, I might be following him, but, you know, maybe I'm just following out of religious kind of duty. And maybe I need to say, okay, is my whole life his? What am I holding on to? All right? Am I the rich young ruler who says there's a story in the Bible that says um, this rich young ruler comes up and and he said, you know, he tells Jesus, he basically, look, I've done everything you've called me to do. I've followed all the laws. I've done everything to a T. Uh, and Jesus looks at him and says, okay, we'll just sell everything. Give it to the poor and come follow me. And it was too much. See, that was a religious man. Right? Because he had done formulaically everything correct. Except for really give his life away. And so he says this, that, I mean, I believe this, that the, the rhetoric will not suffice. We must live out in word and deed the teachings of Christ. Okay? What does that look like? Here's what it looks like. Um, stop being a jerk. Okay? That'd be number one. All right? Um, and then just follow that. Like, just follow that up with stop being a jerk. <laughs> like, Right? Okay, uh, if you go to a restaurant, just a practical example, if you go to a restaurant and you get crappy service, be the nicest person who's ever gotten crappy service in their life. It's food. There's other people who are starving to death 
And we're complaining that oh, I've been here for an hour on date night. It's date night. Where else are you going to go? Like, I mean, I would be offended if Jen said that. Babe, we don't have, this is date night. Why are you getting angry that we're having to stay here longer? Okay, I'd wonder, you know, I'd wonder what's going on in our marriage. Okay, so the deal is this. Be nice. Okay, does that mean you just let people run over you? No, but I don't know. Like, turn the other cheek, Jesus said. I I don't know. Be nice. Stop being a jerk. Step one, seriously. All right? Guarantee, you know? I mean, there was a lady last night at Walmart. Joke around with people. People like to laugh. Do you know laughing is a good medicine? Okay? This girl that's across the counter from me at Walmart, she's, um, you know, she's like, oh, I'm just trying to get over this cough. And, you know, I mean, I I didn't feel like pray for her now. I just felt engage her. Okay? And so she's like, yeah, I just got over the flu, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, all right, well, we'll, uh, we'll see you later. And she just starts laughing, you know? And I'm like, you know, and then I got to tell her, hey, I, hope you, I really do hope you get to feel better. You know, I didn't feel impressed like, hey, pray for her right now. Okay? But I did feel like, I'm, let's interact with this girl. Let's, let's be Christ or let's, let's make her laugh, you know? And so... Just engage people. Know that people, um, they're, they're walking through stuff just like you are. Right? I don't know why the person at Walmart is yelling at their kids every time I go in there. Okay? It's a thing, though. But, but love them. I, I don't think we have to understand them to love them. Let's just love them. Okay, and uh, so, yeah, sorry, just went off on it. Okay, so teach by the way that you do things. Uh, and we all have to work on that. Guys, believe me, I'm working on it right now. Okay, I have six kids. I get, it, I get to work on it every day. It's awesome, all right? And so he says this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. See, here's what we have to realize. And this, this right here is just, this is important, right? Christ is continually with us. All right, I'm going to read some things here. He is present. He is present as we go. He is present with new disciples. He is present in the transformation of new believers. He is present in the transforming of believers that have been in the faith for years. He is present in the awakening of those who have become jaded at the faith. He is present in his church. It is in his presence where we are transformed, where we are healed, and we are where we are made whole. That is the Great Commission. We have to understand this. The presence of Christ is changing us always. And like we can resist it or we can allow it. But he's with us. And, and the deal is this, that we go under the authority of Christ We go out and we make disciples. We baptize them in the name or the authority of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We teach them the commands of Jesus in the name of Jesus. We see them grow in the presence of Christ and they begin to lead people to Christ. And this happens over and over and over and over and over again. Let me tell you something. No system that is put in place at this church can ever replicate that. 
Do you understand that? If, we, if, if the church of Lakeland Vineyard is not seeing people come to know Jesus, we are not doing what we're supposed to do. We are having a great country club meeting. That is the reality. All right? So I want us to ask ourselves, and I'm asking myself these questions. How many people are going to be baptized in 2019? How many people are going to come to know Jesus in 2019? This is our church. You guys need to be asked this. How many people are we going to see at Lakeland Vineyard come to know Jesus as a result of God using us? All right? How many times do we want to see this tank? Do we want to see people lined up down the, down the row here ready to get baptized? How many do we want to see? Do we want to see that happen? And the answer should be yes. And it should be, okay, then what am I doing about it to do it? Understand this. It's not going to be me that's going to bring all these people in. It's going to be you all being used by Jesus. The presence of Jesus changing us so the people can be impacted for the kingdom. That's what it is. And that's what it's all about. And then guess what? These people, I just can't, I can't wait for it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just pumped about it. I can't wait to see these people come here. And one day, one Sunday, we see this guy or this gal come out who's just messed up, right? And, and, uh, and, he, and they go down and, and, and then six months later, we see them leading a small group. Do you, do you guys see what I'm saying here? Uh, do we see that, you know, this girl comes up who's, who's lived this life that is, is just, you know, not very honorable, but comes up, is baptized, is, goes down, and then next thing you know, the reason that she's coming on stage is to lead us in worship. I mean, do we, do we understand what's going on here? Do we understand that the next thing that, you know, Lee has an intern who was living a messed up life, maybe uh, just whatever was going on, but was lost, was an atheist, was, was just out there, just was against God, that, that they get baptized, they get brought into the kingdom, they're, they're taught the things of, of Jesus, they start following Jesus, and all of a sudden, Lee has, is looking at her replacement, Because that person has such a passion for small groups. Because someone invited them into a small group where the Holy Spirit impacted their lives. And then all of a sudden their life was changed forever. This is what should go. This should be our fuel for the church. Should be the mission of Jesus Christ that he lays out in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Simply, it should never get old. The simple gospel message should always be on the forefront of who we are and where we're going and what we're doing. And so this happens over and over again. I'm going to tell you this. In the vineyard, we call it EDLD. Evangelism. You go out, you talk to people. Don't think of like you have a microphone. You're literally engaging people. You're talking to them. You're at work with them. All right? You, you begin to disciple them. Okay? And to come alongside them. Okay? For some of them, it might, be a, it might be a boom conversion. For some of them, it might be years before they come to know Christ fully. You disciple them. Next thing you know, they're leaders. We do this with, with everybody in the neighborhood. Red, yellow, black, and white. Male, female, doesn't matter. And then we do it again. And here's the thing. Though repetitive, it should never get old. When does it get old when we, when we see somebody being baptized? Oh, that's cute. No, it's not. It is life-changing. It's not cute. Oh, 
that little nine-year-old, that's just precious. It is precious, but there's something that happens there. Okay? Let's not ever lose that passion. It should never get old. It should never be put on the shelf. It should never be replaced. That is the mission. That is the vision. So let's go. We have this card. Pretty sweet. Okay. Uh, it's LV Go. Because I believe that's what we're called to do. I believe we're called to go. And so Lakeland Vineyard Go. Right? And, and on the back of this card, these cards are going to be, they're on the back table there. And, and here's what we do at Lakeland Vineyard, just to explain our process. Uh, missions is done through uh, faith promise. Now, what does that mean? It's not, it's not called faith obligation. All right? Faith promise. Now, if you've been praying and you, you're a long-timer here and you know what Lakeland Vineyard, um, how we do things, okay, and you maybe have been praying about this and you already know what you're going to give and you might give a weekly gift or a monthly gift or an annual uh, and then you add those up and, and you put it down here. Uh, you put your name or the names and your address. And here's what the deal. You're not going to get a bill every month. You're not even going to get a reminder every month. Here's the deal. You write down, you break it here. You write down what you, what you pledge to give. All right? And then you give it. And so I encourage you, if you've prayed about it, Fill one of these out. They're going to be in the back there. You can go over to the uh, communion table, to the, to the uh, back table there, to the, to the welcome station, wherever you want to. Put it in the mailbox. All right? That's where these are going to end up. We're going to give you an opportunity every week in the month of February to fill one of these out. All right? Please don't fill multiple ones out. That'll skew the numbers really bad. All right? And so one card per family. And see what, see what God would have you give, all right? And so I just encourage you to do that. And here's what we're going to do. Um, with the 2019, things are, things are moving and grooving, okay? With 2019, we're gonna, as we move forward with Lakeland Vineyard Missions, um, we've been, I've been praying for this for, I don't know. I'll go short, and I'll call it a year. How do we more effectively... And more purposefully give in both of our financial and time resources to the missionaries that we support. And so the, this, the answer comes, and the answer is tough, right? But the answer I felt like God and where God is leading us is this. There are going to be some changes that happen in missionary support, all right? And they're, gonna, they're, they're being implemented even as we speak. We, I've uh, emailed the people that... Uh, which are fun letters to write, let me tell you. The people that we're going to um, stop financially supporting. And, and they were tough letters to write, but I'm going to tell you the overwhelming response that I got back, specifically from a guy named Jeff Lotza, who we love deeply. He writes back this, and I was blown away. Because, right, I'm, I'm sitting here, and, and you guys don't have the privilege. I have the privilege of writing these letters and sending them. And, uh, but I believe with everything, it's where God is taking us. And, and so he writes back, Andy, I am so glad 
that you all are seeking the kingdom of God and what he wants to do. And I just pray that he adds to you all. I love you guys. And so it was that times four that I've gotten back right now. Thank you. I mean, we're going to stop financially supporting you. Thank you for seeking the kingdom of God. I'm like, okay, these people are in. They know what's going on. And so I, I was just so really down, honestly. Like when I was doing the letters, I told, I called, or I text Jake. I'm like, dude, can we go to lunch early today? I'm just like, oh, right now. And uh, he said no. And I was like, oh. All right. Um, so, no. So, there's going to be some changes. Why the changes? I want to see us make a deeper investment of time. I want to make, I want to see us make a deeper investment financially in the people that we are going to support. And, and here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to support these people. And I, I want to just to go over it with you. We're going to support John and Ariana Glennon. From Wycliffe Bible Translators. Right? These should be coming up. Great. John and Ari Glenn, you guys don't know, they're on the home team. They're here. Right? And we want to support them, what they're doing. I know John is, is working with a sister uh, organization of Wycliffe. And we're going to get to hear more about that in the video. We're going to support Travis and Julie Bernard. All right? Travis and Julie are going to be on a medical mission uh, in Kenya with a, in association with New Frontiers Health Force. We're going to support Ray Maldonado and the Cuban uh, Partnership, the Vineyard Cuban Partnership. Uh, this, is, uh, this is unique ground that we're walking on all right? uh, within the Vineyard Partnership uh, in Cuba. And Ray is going to talk to us more about that. We're going to support... Uh, Steve Nicholson and the Vineyard Turkish Partnership. And I believe what this is going to allow us to do in the Vineyard Turkish Partnership is it's going to allow us to get more exposed to what's going on in Turkey and with the potential of trips happening, all right, that you can be a part of. And so I just wanted, and we're going to hear more from Steve uh, via video. We're going to support Rebecca Klein and A Woman's Choice. All right, and you might think, what is a woman's choice? Like, if you're new here, you're like, is that like a, what is that? It's a Christian organization. I kind of went over it earlier. It's a Christian organization. Why do they have that name? It is to, it is intentional, and it is to attract people that are thinking about getting an abortion, to allow them to know that there is an alternative to an abortion. And we believe that the sanctity of human life is huge. We're going to continue to support Rebecca Klein. And a woman's choice. We're going to support Terry Green and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes who are making a fantastic difference in our city and nationwide. But in our city, they're making a fantastic difference. We're going to continue to do FCA over at uh, Medell Elementary School. We're going to do We're going to implement a morning FCA program. And if that if those words strike your heart, come talk to me. Because I need you to be in charge of it. Because I'm not doing it. Because here's what I know. If I do it, it's not going to get done as well as it could be done. Because there's someone here in this service or the next service that has a passion to see kids come to Christ. And I have that same passion. I just don't. It's not what I'm good at. It's not what I'm great at. All right? 
And so I want to see somebody take that over. We have Katie Noter, who already is in charge of the, of the um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes for the girls. And she's killing it. All right? And so we get to be a part of that. Our, our final one that we're going to support is going to be the Medela, Element, Medela Elementary and the Medela Elementary. Wow. And the Medela Community Outreach. We want to pour into these things, all right? We want, not only do we want to pour in financially to these things, we want to give time to them. And so as God leads us here, I just want to, I just want to mention a few things. If you were at the meeting, you heard this, but I want, I want you to hear it. Um, if you were at the partnership meeting, you heard this, but I want you to hear this, what's going on at Medella Elementary School, Okay. We're doing the back-to-school bash. Lakeland Vineyard's doing the back-to-school bash. The back-to-school bash gives every single student the school supplies that they need to start their year right. It also gives them a hot meal that night. This year, we're going to add on. We're going to do a food truck there because we want kids to experience things that they might not have ever experienced before. We want to do a food truck. We're going to do a Kona ice truck. Every person that comes there is going to be a part. They're going to be able to get the food truck. They're going to be able to get the Kona ice. They're going to interact with our people, the people from Redeemer, the people from Mount Sinai, and they're going to get to know what it is to be a follower of Christ through our actions. Okay, and we're going to show up there. We're going to do the back to school bash again. We're going to do teacher breakfast over and over and over again. Why? Because we appreciate the teachers. Myra was here. Myra's the principal um, of Medella Elementary, and she says. And I love that she felt comfortable enough to say this. She said, well, we have this thing called teacher appreciation. Would you guys be willing to do this? And the next day, guess what my wife says? Hey, I want to be in charge of that. Can I do that? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) for sure. So we have this idea, right? We want to bless the teachers there so that they can be a blessing to their kids. All right? And we want to do that in the name of of Christ, all right? And so we have this thing. We're going we're gonna to give them breakfast. We're going to give them, you know, these things. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this because we're going we're gonna to do this. Every teacher there is going to get a book that they want, a book that they want, okay? Not like a book that we're going to give them, a book that they want. Why? Here's what the deal is. On Monday, we're going to have it displayed in, this is all Jen's idea, Okay? We're going to have it displayed in the media center so that every kid that walks in the media center sees what book their teacher is reading. Because reading matters, all right? And because kids matter, and because we want to pour into those kids' lives that where God is calling us. We're going to do teacher appreciation. We're going to do Fellowship of Christian Athletes Girls After School Program led by Katie Noter. We're going to do an FCA morning program. We are going to start reading to students. I know that there's some people interested here in that. We're going to start pouring the time resources into Medella Elementary School because we want to see transformation happen at that school in the name of Jesus. We're going to do Thanksgiving families. We're also going to do an additional thing this year. We're going to do Christmas families this year. Because not only is the gift of Jesus Christ precious, the gift of receiving a gift on Christmas in the name of Jesus Christ is precious. And we want to see these kids make a huge difference. We want to see people volunteer um, over at the uh, Woman's Choice. Counsel people. Volunteer. Maybe you're going to clean. I don't know what you're going to do. All right? But here's what I would say. And, and we, we, you know, I had somebody playing devil's advocate with me because I was running over this stuff with them. And they said, what if the support goes down? I said, I don't believe the support will go down. 
Here's what I believe. We do fewer things and we do them well. Let me tell you, let me just guarantee you this. The missionaries that we had to stop supporting in order to do this, they understand. And let me tell you this. They're called where they're going and God is going to provide for them. And we are going to continue to pray for them. It's not like we're severing a relationship, right? We're going to continue to pray for them. We're going to continue to be a part of their lives. But we're going to get laser focused on the things that we're doing in the area of missions. All right? And so I just want to put that out there. All right? And so every week, starting this, this week, we're going to start filling these out. And I just pray that God would just impact your heart with a number that is going to change people's lives. All right? So let's pray. If you guys would stand with me. And what I'm going to do this morning a little bit different, I'm just going to pray for everybody. I'm not going to ask you to come up front. I want to do this because I believe we're all called to go. And so I believe that, that I'm just going to pray that over you, okay? God, we just thank you that you're so good, that you care for us. And I want to pray over everyone in this room that has a relationship with you, that you have called us to go, and I pray that they would begin to do that. If they're doing it now, I pray that they would continue to do that. I pray that we would rely on you for the things that we have not seen happen yet. God, we thank you that you have plans for Lakeland Vineyard. And for the seven people that we mentioned that are going to be supported, God, I pray that we would pour into them financially, that we would pour into them with our time, and that we would see transformation happen. Not because of anything that we can do, but because we're partnering with you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And you're the one that can transform our lives. So God, I pray that you would place our vision on you and the things that you want to do. And I pray that you would just do that in every heart here in this place. I pray that you would have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, you guys have a killer Sunday. Uh, Go sports. I don't... I don't care who wins, uh, but uh, we just want to make sure that the footballs are all the way inflated. That's all I'm going to say, okay? All right. You guys have a good weekend.